Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Revealing and unconcealing, what is it that is getting in the way of our potential as human beings? Exploring the power of the body-mind and our current relationship with reality. Together, I want to dive into an inquiry into what is happening in our world today and who we are being and how we are living in it, both individually and as a species. What is it that is keeping us stuck, causing us to repeat the same patterns and cycles? What is getting in the way of our potential and our evolution as a species? I'm Nikki Clinch, and I am your host. I will be sharing the science, research, and many human stories on why we are the way we are and what is required for us to outgrow our current way of being and birth a new possibility for ourselves. Because now is the time to remember and to discover our infinite potential of being human. Welcome to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. My name is Nikki Clinch, and I am your host. I am recording from a different location today. I am in the middle of the Costa Rican jungle. I'm quite literally looking out over jungle mountains, and I can see the beach from where I am, and it's pretty beautiful incredible birds flying by, condors, vultures. I saw a massive jungle raccoon yesterday. (laughs) So I'm really, really in the heart of the jungle here. And it's quite extraordinary to be able to record this episode for you from here. Today's episode is Christmas Day. Those of you who will be hearing this for the first time will hear this on Christmas Day or around Christmas Day or around Christmas time. So I want to acknowledge first that moment. You know, Christmas Day is an emotional time for most, you know, it 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 can bring up a lot for human beings because we have been fed and conditioned pretty intense stories around Christmas. And when I say stories, I mean pictures and images and expectations that come with stories around how it should be and how it should look and how it should feel. And often in my experience of speaking to a lot of human beings around about it, is that those stories and expectations of it having to be this perfectly magical time doesn't match up with the reality of what it really feels like to be around your original family. And I don't want to be, you know, the the one that pops the bubble, but let's tell it how it is. Let's say it how it is. The reality of being with your original family in an intense pressured environment where everybody is trying to please everyone else, there's a level of expectation that is involved. Just being human is going to bring up a lot for people. And just the fact that it won't match up with the storybook picture will already bring up a lot for people. So, 
you know, I want to just presence that the more that you can be with what is real and true rather than the stories and the pictures, the more present and conscious and the more healing and wholesome experience you can have at a time like Christmas, because there is a lot of magic, but the magic isn't in the story. The magic is in our ability to be present. The magic is in our ability to be present in our own bodies, in our own experience, in our own truth, and therefore present with each other. So today's episode is appropriate. It's aligned with what is, I believe, is needed around this time of year. But of course, it's important for anyone that is human in any way on a process of maturing, of your own maturation. So today's episode is on the power of completion and wholeness. Now, what does completion even mean? It was interesting when I started talking and teaching about this topic for the first time, how little completion seemed to be in the narrative, how few people really understood what completion even means. And in the simplest description of it, Completion is, com is closing the cycle in a whole way, bringing a, a cycle to an end in a whole way where it feels complete and whole. Now, what cycles? What cycles? Well, we live in cycles. We live in continuous movements of cycles. In fact, much of nature moves in cycles. You know, we look at cycles of seasons. We look at cycles of flows of change. We look at cycles in time. We live in cycles all the time, but there are also cycles within ourselves and in, in our human lives. The cycles of phases of our life, phases of who we've been being, phases of relationships, phases of particular root wounds and traumas and, and original family relationships, childhood relationships that keep repeating over and over and over again until it has been fully completed. So life itself flows in a cyclical manner. And unless it is completed and brought to some form of completion, for human beings, within a human being, those cycles continue to repeat. Now, I'm going to go much deeper into this so you really get a grasp of what it looks like in your world and in what in world itself. Because remember, these teachings are not just a you problem. They definitely affect you individually, but these teachings are a human problem. This is from the context of human being, human life, of life itself, not just you as an individual, but of the species. So completion is the intention and the choice and the ability and the consciousness to bring repeating cycles to a close in a whole way, in a way that it brings an experience of wholeness. 
that it allows a cycle to become whole. And from that wholeness, we as human beings outgrow that particular cycle. We mature, we evolve beyond that one that we have been being in that cycle. And so completion is really our ability or the possibility of being able to quite literally leave our past behind in a whole way and begin to create new possibility beyond it. Now, I'm speaking slowly because a lot of this language you would have heard before, but I want to speak about it on an ontological level. And so the way that I'm going to do that is I want to distinguish certain blind spots that will disrupt and challenge the way that you have heard this language before. Because whatever it is that we think it means to move on and leave the past behind us, until you've really dived into it ontologically, it probably isn't leaving the past behind. It's probably a blind spot. So let's dive into that. We as human beings have a blind spot around time. In fact, it is a human blind spot. We confuse the past with the present. In fact, the human mind cannot distinguish between past and present at all. If something is appearing for you right now, identically to the way that you were dismissed as a child or not listened to as a child or abandoned as a child, the human mind cannot distinguish whether the reality that is appearing for you right now is from now or if it is past. It will only just tell you that it is real. And we live in that entanglement. So if you go back and you listen to the previous episodes, all of them really, the episode on the body-mind and the identity, the episode on vicious circle, the episode on time, we live in a blind spot. It is a human species blind spot that is an entanglement of time. The way that reality appears to each human being and reality itself is an appearing phenomenon, the only way that reality appears and the only reality that does appear is the one that is given to us from where we're looking from. And where we're looking from predominantly is the past because it is from the memory bank. And everything in the memory bank is of past, which is why, which is why our boyfriends and partners and wives and, and bosses appear to us just like our fathers or just like our mothers or our particular struggles from childhood keep showing up in every single relationship or every single country or every single job that you're in. It's not a coincidence. Whatever is appearing to us, the only reality that we get is the one that is given to us from where we're looking from, the context from where we're looking from. Go back and listen to that episode, What Creates Results, where I speak about context versus content. And so because of this blind spot, because of this blind spot, 
We live in illusion, in an illusion, that if we just move on in time, and if you listen to my episode on time, time doesn't exist, not in the way that we've been conditioned. If we just move on in time, meaning that boyfriend is in the past, I've left that relationship, or my childhood is back there, I'm moving on over here, I'm now 20 years older. If we just move on in time, if we just move on in physical space, if we move countries, if we just leave that relationship, if we just leave that job, then that part of our world is complete and gone and we get to create a new future. That, my friends, is a massive illusion. It's a blind spot. But we live as if it is real and true, don't we? How many times have you left a relationship thinking, oh, I'm putting that behind me. I'm moving on. And yet you find yourself in the next one after the honeymoon phase has run out, which normally takes about a year and a half. After the honeymoon phase runs out and the hormones and the chemicals have stopped rushing through you and you start to get that old familiar feeling, oh shit, this is starting to feel familiar. Here we are again same relationship, different outfit, or the same thing with jobs, or the same thing with your relationship to money, or the same thing to the relationship with your body, or, or anything that you, that when you move countries, when the honeymoon, sparkly, sparkly, magical phase wears out, that old familiar experience of whatever it is, that you thought you had left behind starts to show up again. But, but we don't realize that we're living in a blind spot. So we move on again and we move on again and we move on again. And we think that the more that we move on, the more that we get to leave the past behind us. But it's a blind spot because the past is living inside you. The past that is creating the appearing of your world is living in as frozen memory in your nervous system, in the cells of your, of the matter of your body, in your mind. And wherever you go, you bring me along. So it's almost like if we're not completing each cycle, in a whole conscious ontological way, in a maturation way, it's almost like wearing a backpack and adding 10 more bricks on and moving on to the next phase, thinking that we have left the weight behind us, but no, it's actually attached to our back. And then we move on from another relationship or another job and we don't complete it properly. And then we add another 10 more bricks and then we add on another 10 more bricks and we add on another 10 more bricks. And then we wonder why we get to the older ages of our life and we start feeling resentful and weighed down and full and stuck and full of anger and full of blame and full of resignation. And we wonder why is it that I am not experiencing the fulfillment and the peace that I long for? Because I can tell you something, 
what is consistent in the human species definitely seems to be consistent is that and it, but it maybe buries so it may be that you can't see it is this deep inherent longing for wholeness and peace there is a deep inherent longing deeply buried within human beings sometimes not so buried for coming home have you noticed how many human beings are searching for something searching for that bridge to the other side thinking if i finally find it then when i get to that other side oh then i'll be free then i'll be happy then i can be at peace then i can finally be myself then i can finally da 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 dot 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 if i can finally find the bridge well then i can and maybe that bridge for you is the amount of money you want to make or maybe that bridge for you is the relationship that you're longing for or maybe that bridge for you is finally when i have children or maybe that bridge for you is finally when i live somewhere like this or like that or i or i can do this or if i get that job we live in this inherent hope and searching that somewhere on the other side will finally get there but where is there if you really ask yourself and i have i've asked many human beings where actually is there if you really really inquire into that most people won't know they just know that there's there is a some there is a there and i better keep looking for it because i need to finally find it so that i can now what i think that there is 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 home most human beings are searching for home the experience of home which is the experience of wholeness a returning to a state a natural state of wholeness and we are looking for it everywhere thinking it is outside of ourselves but bringing our unwholeness and our incompletion with us everywhere we go and thus you can hear the paradox it's paradoxical the one that is incomplete that doesn't know that they are incomplete is bringing their incompletion everywhere they go looking for wholeness but they can't find it and creates even more incompletion and unwholeness for themselves and keeps moving on and keeps moving on and there's that backpack 50 billion bricks in it weighing us down as we move on in our lives and we keep bringing the past in every step we take into the future and then we tell ourselves this is as good as it gets oh i'll just accept this but really we don't mean acceptance we mean resignation but what i want to introduce to you is that the power and the possibility that you have because you are a human being to complete cycles in whole ways that you yourself has the power to create completion that allows a returning to wholeness a little bit more of wholeness it's almost like a vase that has all these little hair fractures in it and every time you consciously go through a process of completion which 
by the way, is a level of maturity. It is maturation. One of those little hair fractures heals and it seals together and becomes whole in its natural state, returning to its natural state. And if we are able to commit to processes of completion and wholeness as a way of being in our life, then the benefits and the gifts is that we actually find this home that we've been looking for, but the home is not out there. The home is ourselves. So completion and wholeness is not just an interesting thing to learn about. It seems to be a fundamental piece to our ability to outgrow our suffering, our identities, our survival identities. But the problem with completion and wholeness is that it requires a higher level of self-responsibility and a willingness to be 100% responsible for the world that we are getting and who we are being in it. And that in itself can be very triggering for people. If you go back and you look, listen to my episode on blame versus learning, you know, I speak about the two domains, the domain of blaming that keeps us stuck in the vicious circle. But when we're willing to be 100% responsible for who we are being and how the world appears to us, we cannot be responsible for other people's worlds, but we can be 100% responsible for the world that appears for us. And if we are prepared to take that on, well, then a whole nother world of wholeness becomes available if we are prepared to be that mature in allowing completion to be part of the way that we live our lives. So I'm going to dive into what actually is this process of completion and wholeness? What does it look like? in small and big ways, and what is actually happening in the body-mind when we go through this process of completion and wholeness. One thing that we say to all the participants that come out of our Listening to Life program is once you've had that massive shift that happens in Listening to Life and you pop out of your story and you pop out of this identity survival mechanism, you experience wife and who you are in it from way beyond this survival identity, when you come out of the program, 99% of our participants find themselves over the next six to 12 months having things show up in their life that surprise them, that offer them an opportunity to complete phases of their past, old relationships, old jobs, old pain that is inviting them to complete and therefore outgrow and therefore continue their maturation and their healing. The word wholeness and the word heal are derived from the same family, heal and wholeness. And it is only if we are continually maturing beyond the past cycles that we have any possibility of creating 
a new future, generating a new future. And this is important, not just for you as an individual, but for us as a species. If you haven't noticed, we as a species on this planet seem to be bringing the past with us everywhere we go, and we're repeating the past over and over again. So can you imagine if even 20% of the planet took on the responsibility and the consciousness and the intention to complete our repeating cycles, what that would shift in reality itself, not just your individual reality, but reality, the paradigm. And I'm actually going to speak about what is reality, what creates reality and what creates a paradigm in the next episode. Can you imagine that even 20% of the human species took this on and started to fuse together those hair fractures, experiencing and living from a, of a more conscious state of wholeness? What kind of reality would start to appear? Because the only reality that, that appears is the one that's appearing from where we're seeing from. We are the ones generating what is appearing. The world that we get is not separate from where we are and who we are being. In fact, it is given by who we're being. So it's a pretty significant piece. So what does the process of completion even look like? Firstly, let me go through the misconceptions again. If we move on, it's gone. No, that's a blind spot. Time is not linear. It's not back there and in over there. Time is living in the mind. Time exists in the story. And wherever you go, you bring story with you. So the past is not back there. Just because you move on doesn't mean that anything has been completed. You're bringing it with you everywhere you go. And that's what's repeating. That's why it keeps repeating. So whatever is incomplete will stay in a loop and repeat itself. How many times have you done a course and just as it got close to the end, you quit or you sabotaged and you just couldn't complete the cycle? Something in you just was just like got so intensely triggered or activated or you just like absolutely stopping you from completing it whole and you left and then it happens again and then it happens again. And it happens again. How many times have you left a relationship that way by having an affair or just leaving or just not speaking to them again or just saying it's done and then you're left? You think that's complete? That's not complete. That's coming with you everywhere you go. In fact, completion itself brings up a lot for human beings. Why? Because completion is like a the process, the, the phase of completion as we come to close brings up our relationship with endings. It brings up our relationship with death. It brings up our relationship with intimacy. It brings up our relationship with grief. If we don't know how to be with these things, we won't let things complete. And they just go through a loop, repeating, 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 repeating. Listen to the episode on Vicious Circle. It's like being on a hamster wheel that has no end. And so what is happening in the body-mind when the process of completion takes place? Let's go through it. I'm going to walk it through with you one step at a time. 
So firstly, how do we start to bring completion to cycles that are stuck? First step, being willing to really look and see what is stuck, what is repeating. Stop living in a fantasy, hoping that it will change next time and start telling yourself the truth. What is stuck? And by the way, this is not a you problem. You're not the worst one. You're not failing. This is a human problem. If we sat down and had a really honest conversation with each other, we would all tell each other that every single one of us has repeating cycles and we don't know why. And we don't know why, no matter what we do to change it, it doesn't seem to stop. It's a human problem. So step number one, at this stage, wherever you are right now, what is it that is showing itself to you that is repeating? Therefore, it's stuck. That is a problem. A problem is when something is that you say it shouldn't be, it's repeating, so it's stuck. And there's always a someone there having the problem, meaning me, me, you. So what is it that is stuck? And bringing consciousness and awareness that requires your conscious seeing, you choosing to look with inquiry. You're choosing to look consciously rather than just running away from it. What is it that's repeating? I am now ready to take responsibility and ownership for the fact that this piece keeps repeating because the only consistent factor is I seem to be there every time. Bringing consciousness to what has been stuck, therefore a blind spot. So let me give you an example. I had a student on my last Alchemy of Being training that really, as we got closer to the training, wanted to quit. It was really intense cravings to quit, like massive rushes of emotions, absolute like clarity. I'm definitely, I don't want to finish this course and it's not right for me and da, 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 da. But then when I asked them, has this happened before? And this person said, well, yeah, in almost every relationship I've had, in almost every coaching relationship I've had or therapy relationship I've had, in almost every school and course I've ever done. Oh, okay. So are you willing to look at this with me? They said, yes. So we looked at it together. And the first question I, I asked is, can you see that the only consistent factor is you're always there? Yes. So what is it that is rushing through your body and the thoughts that are rushing through your mind that gives you this appearing reality that it is absolutely unsafe for you to stick around and complete? When I ask it like that, and you'll be able to ask yourself it like, like that if you listen to the first, all the episodes before this particularly the one on the vicious circle and the body, the mind, and the identity, and also the one about why we resist change. 
Well, as soon as I asked that question, this client, the student could see that the experience in the body and the mental noise and the way things were appearing was familiar. Ah, I see. So that is the beginnings of that human being being able to bring consciousness to a blind spot. Something that is mechanically from their past running them, confusing them, tricking them as if it is real and true. The paradox. The one that is having the problem with oneself is confusing the problem with outside of themselves, the course, or the relationship with the therapist, or the relationship with the coach, or the relationship itself. And therefore, the problem is out here, and the only way that I can deal with the problem is to leave it. But the problem is trying to solve the problem that is the problem. The problem is not out there. The problem is self-referential. It's not referential. It's self-referential. It's happening internally. But you're dealing with it like it's happening externally. So the beginnings, the first step is bringing consciousness to what of your past is coloring how you are seeing your present. That is repeating and it is happening inside you, the paradox. And the only way to dissolve a paradox, you cannot solve a paradox by trying to fix it by trying to leave, by trying to get out, by doing more strategies. It doesn't work. It just makes you go round again and again and again on the vicious circle. So the only way to dissolve a paradox is to see it with real consciousness. Wow. What is flooding through my body? What is flooding through my mind? The way that reality is appearing is identical in the last time I tried to bolt or the last time I left. Well, the last time I didn't complete, ah, this is happening in me. Responsibility, ownership. Step two, coming out of a state of resistance. No more blaming. Blaming is a form of resistance. Resistance of what? Resistance of taking full ownership of your own experience of reality. Step two, coming out of a state of resistance. No more blaming. How many times have you go gone, yeah, 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 I'm not blaming, but yeah, 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 I am taking responsibility, but no, no, but 100% responsibility for being the source of your entire experience of reality. What is flooding through me in my body and my mind and the way that it is coloring how reality is appearing to me even allowing yourself to see it as an appearing rather than that's the way it is, isn't it? The way that it is appearing to me is happening from me. 100% responsibility of being the source of your entire experience of reality. Because whatever you resist grows stronger and will have power over you, driving human beings into more survival. So the longer you resist, taking ownership of this, the more it will live your life. Look at your life. Look at life itself. We are repeating cycles. None of this is easy. 
but boy, is it powerful. This is where you discover a whole nother level of power in yourself and trust in yourself and maturity in yourself. Step three, being willing to then experience whatever is there fully. The mental darting, the flooding of emotions, being able and willing to be with it and experience it fully whilst also seeing consciousness that this is of the past. Wow. This is the same betrayal that I felt in all my last relationships. Is it the same betrayal that I felt when my father left? This is the same abandonment that I experienced in all my last jobs. Is it the same abandonment I experienced with my mother? Being willing to experience the past right here in the present. These are not easy steps, but they are powerful ones. So what's happening in the body-mind so far? If we even are willing to take these three steps, there's a fourth one, but let's do the three first. Step one, consciousness to blind spots. Once you see a blind spot, you are no, it is no longer a blind spot. And a blind spot will have the power to live your life. So what is happening is there is a rewiring happening in your brain. There is a rewiring of neural pathways, bringing consciousness to what you once thought was just the way it is. Reality is starting to appear to you differently. Who you are being is starting to appear to you differently. And that is quite literally rewiring your neural pathways. We then move into step two and you come out of a state of resistance, which is no longer allowing the human survival mechanism, which is your mind, to run the show. And consciousness is leaning towards what you've been running from. You're consciously taking responsibility. Again, a deepening of a rewiring of your neural pathways, but also something is shifting in your nervous system. Your body is moving out of a state of fight or flight and into a state of conscious presence and feeling, and aliveness, even though the aliveness may be uncomfortable and painful. Stepping into step three, starting to experience it fully. Your entire system is coming out of a state of running and an unfreezing of frozen moments of time are melting. I have literally, I've taken thousands of human beings through this process and I have literally watched somebody's face change when they are in step three. Why? It's like a tension that has been there for 40 years, frozen in the muscles from your past, from your childhood, frozen in the cells, starts to melt, and literally life force starts to flow again. The frozenness is what keeps you repeating, stuck, incomplete. So even though it's uncomfortable and painful to experience what is, it is quite literally melting frozen moments of time and bringing you back more into life, into the present moment. That little piece of the past that was frozen and living you has melted and thawed out and more power and life flow starts to move through the human body. 
you actually start to experience life more present, more consciously, more alive. Maybe you'll have a deeper experience of intimacy that evening with your children or with your partner or with yourself or with the trees or with the sky. And then step four, once you have gone through the three steps and you really, it might take time, might take a month, might take a week, might take a year, maybe not a year, (laughs) but it takes time. Then there's step four. Are there any actions from this new place that you are standing? Are there any actions that you need to take to allow completion to happen? Do you need to go back and have conversations with people and make amends? I really see how I was behaving in that way. And I want you to know that I'm sorry that that hurt you. I can see that I didn't tell the truth about this piece to myself, which was my part. And I wanted to apologize if that affected you. Cleaning up, not paying bills, cleaning up bank account situations, cleaning up work situations. You know, I do this with my team. If I ever think, find myself acting in a way that I don't think is in integrity, I'll go back and I will have conversations with my team and I'll be like, I really see how I did that. And I, and I'm so sorry. Why is that important? Because it creates wholeness, not just for you, but for them. And when pieces are whole, you can move on, you can heal, you can grow. Maturity happens, life flows again. Essentially, that's what we're really talking about. When completion has happened, you're back in flow. When you are not taking responsibility for completion, there's no flow of life, you're stuck in repeating cycles. And when life flows, you start accessing your power. Now, this is not just once or twice or just for that relationship, but this is a way to be. This is how I live my life. Can you imagine if we all did the same? What would happen to our world? So I hope that you have found this episode useful. I really do. If you have found it useful, please share it. Share it with people that you think will need it. If you are human, this relates to you. So please share it far and wide. And if you want to support our podcast, The Infinite Potential of Being Human, then please go to Apple and leave us a star rating, leave us a written review. It's the best way you can support us. It will allow the podcast to be be spread far and wide and more human beings get to hear it. If you want to share any of your aha moments with me, you can write to us at support at nikkiclinch.com. You can write a comment under my any of my posts on Instagram. You can come along to one of our masterclasses. But I hope that this brings you into a deeper level of knowing yourself and also discovering how much power and potential you actually have that maybe you didn't even know about. So final exercise, go away and write in your journals everything that's landing for you from this exercise and then start walking yourself through this four-step process. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Nikki Clinch. This is the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Infinite Potential of Being Human podcast with Nikki Clinch. That's me, your host. If you are interested in understanding in a much more deeper way why we are the way we are as human beings, why your life unfolds the way it does, and how to access this extraordinary power and potential that is already there within you, within all of us actually, that you are curious and interested in how to access it, how to embody it, and how to start living it. And whilst discovering all these things about us as human beings and our infinite potential of being human, hopefully answering some unanswered questions as to what is happening in our world today. If this is what is calling you, then please do download our free three-day masterclass, Breaking the Cycle of Repeating Patterns in Your Life, Relationships and Business. Or you can head to our website, www.nikkiclinch.com and enjoy yourself with all the information, checking out the courses and the workshops and our offerings on there. Thank you so much for listening.